podcasting from the Sportique Studio, a proud part of the mighty BSN Network. Hey, maybe we're old, maybe we're slow, and maybe we can't feel our fingertips, but we're not afraid to count on the D. This is the South Stands Denver Fan Cap. I'm Colin Daniels without producer Scott Stafford, but with the heart and lungs of the burgeoning DSN Network, Adam Kinney and Ryan Konigsberg. And you Bunker, baby. Um, back, back in the bunker. Um, I think we need to get like an applause track, just so that sounds a little, a little richer, a little more convincing. Yeah, a little perhaps. more convincing. I prefer to have a second take or something, Don. Is that not good enough for you? No, it's. I appreciate it. I just, I just. Now that you're part of the BSN network, you think you're cool. I kind of, I kind of need a little more, but it's cool. I'll, I'll live. I prefer our Bronx cheer. Like a, like a, like a flatulence. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, well, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, Ryan and Adam. Ryan Adams is here, everybody. Wow. <laughs> hey. Right on. Uh, welcome to the show, fellas. Uh, this is Ryan's first time. Uh, Adam's been in many times. This is the first time in the new studio. True. Um, Adam, you had sat with us in the tiny cramped studio in the back of Colin's office in the old bunker with the rat feces and whatever, God knows whatever else was going on around there. There was rat feces. There was rat feces. And used condoms everywhere. Oh. Stepping over those. Sorry. Disgusting. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, so, well, he, that's he, why I haven't been asked back. He before. hasn't been on in a while, and that's probably why. They just fall out of his butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else am I gonna keep him? That's true. Uh, but it, but it's it's nice, isn't it? Adam is a little more spacious, a little nicer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me ruin it. That's so, right. So, well, the, the night is young. I'm not, I won't be asked back until your next studio somewhere else. Yep. I really love the exposed brick in here. It's really bringing things together. Well, this is South let's, Broadway. Let's, South. Talk, let's hope the brick is the only thing <laughs> Well, as you, as maybe you guys don't know, this used to be a gay gym. This this whole this whole complex was a gay gym. He and, ain't uh, lying. And not lying. And when when Colin was unearthing some of the uh, some of the, uh, the, the 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 tile and trying to get some up, he found a lot of gay porn stuck to the stuck to the floor. He found they and, no uh, they actually uh, used they used Playgirl centerfolds as wallpaper on this one giant wall. In fact, it was the wall behind and inside of the bathrooms. And as we were chiseling away the drywall, we noticed our hammer passing through a paper. You could hear a paper sound. And so we started chiseling away this, this schmear that they had put over the top. This, they had kind of caked over it. And we started chipping that away. And we saw just mustaches and wieners as far as the eye could see. Man, those poor it was glorious. <laughs> yes, I masturbated like five times. Well, my score. And what they had to do is they had to bring in, they had to bring in like an expert because they said, hey, you guys, when you're cleaning this up, all this old dried semen is coming up out of the floor and the drains. You have to wear some sort of respirator to to, so to work you on the this. expert. That they call <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want to let everyone know what I do. For, for a real job, but yes, that was me. Semen mitigation. Semen mitigation expert. That's I me. I told my mom not to listen to this. I hope she doesn't. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, she's already, she's washed plenty, plenty of your socks. So semen <laughs> mitigation is no stranger there. Well, we've got, we've got lots to talk about, I guess. Um, I guess first things first, um, 
I, I think everybody in this room um, wants to bench old man Manning. Is that true? I no. know Adam does. No, no. I don't know about you two. I am with DMAC on this one. In the, in that you're, you're, you're a small, runty little man? <laughs> increasingly chubby. God damn it, he lost all that weight. Um, no, I think that you should send him for the Cleveland game so that he has two weeks off. And uh, it's a nice opportunity to rest him up. And if the Broncos can't beat Cleveland with Brock Osweiler in their center, then they probably don't deserve to beat Cleveland. And it's not no big deal if they don't. Gentlemen, what's your hot take? It's time for the Trevor Simeon era to start, am I right? <laughs> Who's with me? Uh, not many no. people. I, I don't think many people know who that is. I, 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 I want to mitigate Simeon. <laughs> for, uh, for the last two weeks, or, or this weekend, next week, this is the soft part of the schedule. This is where the Broncos offense is supposed to be right. So I guess I'm still waiting to see that as they only put up nine offensive points against Oakland Raiders, if you even want to call those offensive points, because they're settling field goals at that time. Uh, I, I think it's important to keep in mind – you know, if Ronnie, there, there are Ronnie Hillman and a Demarius Thomas drop from Peyton throwing two touchdowns yeah. against the Raiders compared to no touchdowns and two interceptions to Charles Woodson. So, uh, you know, they're, it's 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 really easy to overreact to Peyton's stats. I mean, six touchdown passes, seven interceptions is just it's something that we haven't seen in Denver at all. But I, I still think with the new offense and sort of how limited Peyton played through the preseason yeah, – just getting snapped during training camp and then his actual reps during the preseason. I think it's important to remember that this is still a process that they're going to have to learn. If you think back to Peyton's first season in Denver in 2012, people were ready to run him out of town on a rail until Monday Night Football when he comes back from 24 to nothing against the San Diego Chargers. Oh, we remember that game. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm Quite sure fun. That's my favorite yeah. episode of the South Sands Denver Fancast because you Recorded as the sky was falling. Yes. And then John declared the season over. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people. A lot of people bring. Fox, I mean, a lot of people bring that up. Those me. were all the narratives. So, and then they won 11 straight games after that. Peyton throws 37 touchdown passes and 11 interceptions on the season. Not that I, I do think this is a different Peyton Manning. This is not. He's, he's lost a step here and there, but I think that he can still become a good enough game manager with the defense that's in front of him for them to be successful. So, so, so wait, hold on, hold on. So don't you think, don't you think, though, um, if they were going to if they were going to sit him, and I, Ryan, I don't know how you feel on it, don't you think they can play that off as like, hey, we want to give him a little rest. We, wanna, we just want to give him a little rest and, like, and put him on the shelf and just see what happens? What do you think? I, I don't think – my thing is I think Peyton, the way he gets the ball out, is, is masking how bad this offensive line really is, like, Sure. We know how we've seen how bad they are with Peyton back there. You stick Brock Osweiler, a guy who has never played meaningful snaps in his career, behind a, a terrible offensive line with no running game, they will lose to the Browns. Uh, I honestly believe that would happen. So I, I really don't think you can take out Peyton because I think the way that he operates the offense is masking how bad this this offensive line really is, and they look terrible. Yeah, but don't you think Brock can move around better, and by being able to move around better. Yeah. He, he should be able to uh, make up for some of those deficiencies. Here's the problem, though. If you put in Brock Osweiler and he goes out there and he throws 275 yards and three touchdown passes, one interception, whatever you want to say, what's, what's this town going to do then? What are they going to react to? They, you're just putting in Brock just to rest Peyton? But if he goes out there and outperforms Peyton in his first week, because that's probably going to happen. That's what happens with backup quarterbacks. But why does everyone don't have any game film on him? And then they're like, oh, my God, this guy's phenomenal. And so then you have an entire bye week. For the entire fan base in city to overreact to Brock Osweiler playing well against the Cleveland fucking Browns. 
It's a good point, but why, why don't why don't they do this? Why don't they do this? It's a podcast. You can say that. Right? Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, awesome. you can say whatever you want. Unless right, unless right. unless your mom's been listening, and then you don't want to you don't want to potty it up. Um, what about this? What what if, what if what if they they go to Cleveland and I, I think they're going to win, but let's say Peyton stinks it up again, and then they they go into the bye, and coming out of the bye, they say Brock's going to play against the Packers. Against the Packers, <laughs> and he's got he's got two weeks to prepare. He's going to play against the Packers. We're going to give Peyton, quote, air quote, rest. And then they see what happens. And if it's a complete catastrophe, they go, oh, Peyton's back from his rest. If he does well, then they just keep going with it. You can't just say rest. Well, but, he's, no, it, but being old is an injury. And I know this I know this from, from experience. Being old is an injury, and you could just say, hey, guy needs some rest, right? And then Scheduled day off. That's like right. That's it. Scheduled game off. Nice, nice weekend at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch. Yeah, Coke. yeah, exactly. You're really excited to talk about. That. Oh yeah, and we're gonna get to that in a second. I just wanted to get, I just wanted to get this this hot button Bronco talk out of the way because I'm sure they're talking it to death on talk radio. Well, Adam, you've probably been talking about it all week. I, I understand. But um, well, but if I may, if I may, this is what pisses me off. Throughout the entire exchange, and it's a reasonable conversation. We're sports fans. We need something to talk about. It's our stories. Sure. This is a great story. I mean, what you know, Pam Manning's playing like shit. I'll, I'll highlight some numbers later that kind of put it into perspective, but you've all heard them on the radio already, so there's no point in rehashing all that. But the idea, the fact is, this is to whom we've hitched our wagon, and that's how it's going to continue, and that's just the reality of the situation, kind of like Bernie Sanders will never be the president. It's just the way it is, um, whether you like it or not. Well, Kanye. Absolutely. I, I think so. So Murray. okay. So you're so you're saying that that despite the the evidence pre- uh, presented in front of us, they're just going to ride it out regardless because of who he is. And That's what, what they're going to do. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't. What pisses me off is not what what I know is that reality. I just hope he doesn't re up for another season. Oh yeah. But what it. pisses me off is the way there's this division that I see specifically on Twitter, obviously. Between people who realize that you can be a Broncos fan and not blow Peyton Manning daily, and people who blow Peyton Manning daily and think think that's what it takes to be a Broncos fan. I tweeted the other day, look, kiddo, uh, number seven was not Elway when I was a kid. It was Craig Morton. So things, things change over time, and yes, Peyton Manning will go down as one of the great men to have played quarterback for the Denver Broncos, but you don't have to live and die by him and not want to see what Brock can do, and that doesn't automatically mean you're not a Broncos fan. I get tired of that perspective. Well, that, that, that's all. Yeah, that is an aspect of it that's very obnoxious, but um, I, I, I guess I don't understand people's allegiance to him and why they think, oh, you can't, you can't bench him, and it's like, and there's a knock on that guy, John, that goes back well oh, to his. But wait, but, but wait, but let me let me let me let me ask everyone this. He he looks different, <laughs> so to speak. He he looks he looks he looks different than he did last year. You mentioned the offensive line. How much of it is the offensive line's fault? If if now obviously throws the ball and sometimes it doesn't look so hot. But if the offensive line was clicking, which I thought maybe would have happened by now, I guess. Uh, would would he be playing better? Because obviously he'd have a running game, right? Well, I mean, I guess that's the part that we haven't really brought up yet is the, the lack of a running game, the lack of a commitment to a running game, which is really just befuddling and confusing. You bring in Gary Kubiak, and you thought that this is 
his system, you're just going to be able to install this anywhere that he goes, and zone blocking is going to be great. C.J. Anderson is going to continue his seven-game tear, and he's going to rush for 1,200 yards. You have a 1,200-yard running back. Peyton Manning's a lot better than quarterback. This, this season, as it is right now, he has four touchdown passes and two interceptions. If you're handing the ball off 20 to 30 times between C.J. Anderson and Ron Hillman, that hasn't come to fruition yet, even even a little bit. I mean, we're talking about two and a half yards of carry, which is something you just can't. So, I mean, really, it's the opposite Tebow effect. The line play has <laughs> been poor, yes, but it does not excuse the way Peyton Manning <laughs> The way he does his thing lately is shitty. He throws the ball to the wrong people. <laughs> but Peyton Manning is so much about timing. And when he can't have any confidence in his offensive line, he doesn't trust their their timing to be right with his timing in the offensive line at the time. Which is why you see him have happy feet back there and why he can't get comfortable in that pocket. Actually, they look like sad feet. <laughs> and he can't, see, he can't feel his fingers. Because he doesn't want to get his head knocked off. He thinks he thinks he's uh, he's going to uh, he's he's, he's going to get his head knocked off and then because uh, they're uh, not not protecting him. What's going on? What's going he's on? He's talking about Peyton getting his head knocked off. Well, just I'll just repeat everything. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, do you want to do that? Do that? Just keep repeating just keep what I'm doing. That's that's a nice. That's almost like an echo effect. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. So you probably have, you have a better voice than I do, Adam. So did we, did um, we lose you? No, I don't think so. Did you lose me? No, I can't hear through my headset. Oh uh, well, that that doesn't matter. It's still recording. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. So, hey, listen, this is top, this is top-notch equipment here, guys. So just don't, just don't worry about it. It's, it's, it's all good. All of it. All of it. Um, no. So I, I just, I don't know what the, I don't know what's going to happen, but if, if they go out and stink it up in Cleveland and he's fucking awful, then they really got to consider it because everyone says this. You've probably said it all week. If, if they keep playing like this and they go to the playoffs, it's, fucking over it's over real quick if they play like this in the playoffs it's great now and that's the thing everyone says oh five and O team can't mention five and O team guaranteed but later on it's going to be an absolute nightmare and it's going to be a one and done right i think that the the die is pretty well cast i mean at this point as excited as i am about five and oh the realist in me looks ahead at the playoff picture and seems like specifically the new england patriots and i just know it's this is not a Super Bowl team right now. Now, I could feel differently four or five wins from now, um, but you, the Broncos, the Denver Broncos have got to be able to score over 24 points. A game. They've got to be able to hang out 27 to 33 on a regular basis, I and I the, just don't see that happening right now. I think the biggest thing is that the defense is phenomenal. We all know this. They're a top unit in the NFL. This might be the best Broncos defense that we've seen here since – Oh, it's a big, hard D. I mean, it's a big, hard, it's the hardest. D. It's the hardest D. Throbbing. Yeah. I mean, they're throbbing. We need to see Peyton Manning be able to pick up his defense if the defense doesn't have a good game. Which Absolutely. It's not been proven yet. And and we thought they'd have a running game. Hence hence why I drafted C.J. Anderson so highly in 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 a in a big league with a, for a lot of money. It's a good move. And why he's why he's just he's just sinking my battleship more or less. Believe me, in another league, I used him as one of my keepers. Two, two keepers. Well, we'll talk about him in a little bit, but let's take our first break. We'll be right back. Hey, trade that out. Fall is grilling season. I don't care what anybody tells you. Screw summer, man. It's beautiful outside. Fire up the grill and fire it up with real cast iron grates from Mangrate.com. Use promo code Denver. Let them know. 
South Stands Denver sent you. This is a product everybody has bought it, including the reputable Captain Bronco. Tell me they could not be happier with anything they've ever bought. This is a recommendation you cannot and will not regret. We're talking perfect sear marks every time on your pork, your chicken, your beef, burgers, dogs, brats, all of it. Mandrake.com. It's questions, huh? It's the questions. What's the questions, huh? Say I can sing what he's the song that's supposed to be there. Since the music. Well, and Scott's not here, so go. Are Broncos fans enjoying the new season of Walking Dead? And do they think he'll play out his contract? Is the final <laughs> stage of Peyton Manning's career reminiscent of that of Brett Favre? Only without the he looks like a kid out there part. Oh, let's see what is it asinine to believe that Brock Osweiler could just step right in there and keep the Broncos on track for 30th in the NFL in passing rating, 21st in passing yardage, second only to Matthew Stafford in interceptions thrown, and tied for 24th in touchdown passes? No way Brock could pull that off, right? Do Broncos fans get more pleasure from looking at the way the defense is playing? The fact that their team is 5-0... Or Robin Carlin's Instagram. <laughs> Did Antonio Gates return from his four-game suspension with something to prove that PEDs are awesome? With Jamal Charles out for the season, will Chiefs fans have to turn to their other offensive weapons, such as... Such as... Um, no clue. Would Chiefs fans be utterly devastated if it weren't for McDonald's all-day breakfast? Are they more bummed out that their team lost at home to the shitty, shitty Bears than, it, than that they're 500 or than that they're fat and poor? Which is the greatest rival to Denver Broncos sports fans? The Raiders, the Patriots, the Red Wings, the Giants, or Drew Soysher? For Halloween, will he be Boo Soysher? Because that's exactly how funny he is. Does Lamar Odom have the rare opportunity to die doing what he loves? Cocaine and whores. You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Music, music break. Music break. <laughs> Go! Yeah. Oh, yeah! Oh, I can't believe you dug this out, John. Yeah, I it's, love it's, this it's track. A, it's a great, it's a great Woo! song, isn't it? Um, just, a, just a little, you know. I'm gonna just, you know, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lift the curtain a little. So we had a technical glitch, which is, which is weird because usually that thing works like a charm, and uh, we, we just couldn't play the music; it just wouldn't show up. So hopefully, hopefully the same thing for Adam's mic for the rest of the show. We won't hear him. Oh, uh, wouldn't but, that be great? Yes, it'd be awesome. But um, oh, okay. Um, well, I'm starting now. So that's better. So his his mic was bad. Now it's a little bit better. So um, so I yeah. So we it was like, it was kind of like when they break the when they break the, the glass in hockey and they got to take a huge break and everyone sits down. That's what we just had happen. We just basically just stopped for 20 minutes, and now we're back at it. So. I know, mine too, and that's that's the problem. We stopped gonna, and got hammered for you, the listeners. So I'm going I'm to need more beer. So, yeah. You know, that booze cast is so popular that we have to be dysfunctionally, illiterately drunk in order to make, make those listeners come on. Listen, away. we used to get really drunk and do this show 
before it was cool. A long, a long time ago, time. yeah. And when when we were when we were much younger and we got drunk and we, um, you know, probably probably shouldn't have been that loaded recording the show. I have a suggestion right now for you. Okay. Next week, if the Broncos beat Cleveland, yep, gotta get Nagasi in here. Six and zero. Oh. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. Look for uh, look for our good buddy Matt Nagasi to be back for the second. Of all time, six and zero. When when they were six and zero under McDaniel's, we went and watched the game down at a crappy bar down the street from the old bunker, and we got really loaded. And we came back and we're screaming six and zero, and it was just a drunken mess from there on out. So, football game against the Chargers. Yes, Eddie yes. Two touchdowns. That's, two touchdowns. that's right. So it was. Well, a, I, it was I have a, a confession about that. You weren't alive. You weren't born yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was in middle school. Right after, right after they started six and zero. I need some more Broncos beer. So I, I went to the mall to get a Broncos hat with my clothes at the mall was still a thing. Uh, and I, I picked out one Broncos and saying, hat. And saying a thing, something's a thing was yes. still a thing. It was not a thing. It was not a thing. Oh, it's okay. It was not staying with the times. Yeah. Uh, so I picked out a hat, and I liked it a lot. And then I went, I, I passed by another store, and I saw a hat I liked better. So I got the hat that I liked better, then brought the other one back and returned it. And when I returned it, the guy was like really weird. He was like, just so you know, you just jinxed the Broncos. Oh, that's not cool. Retail policy. And then we all know they went, they went uh, what, two and eight from there on out. Right. Yeah. So, so that's, you that's fought on the ball, guys. Yeah. Wow. Now we know what happened. It wasn't. It wasn't. Think of Broncos fans. It wasn't. It wasn't Josh McDaniels and Kyle Orton uh, having anything to do with it, but it was the curse of Brett Kern. Is what I was looking at. Mm, that's they good. cut Brett Kern because they didn't like him. Oh, that's right. Brett yep. Kern is the and then he goes to the Titans, and the Titans win eight straight games. He won like he went fourteen to zero as a punter. Between Brett Kern, the Hat, and Josh McDaniels, we now have the secret to what happened during that fateful that fateful year for the Broncos. What a crazy, what a crazy, crazy time! It was a crazy, crazy time. time. So, uh, but good, we're back in the flow. We're back in the flow. We had to get, but we had to get back into the into the groove of it. So everyone's drinking their beers. Everyone's doing fine. Um, let's talk a little Lamar Odom real quick. So. Lamar Odom. Hold on a second. Uh, the sea captains come in. Mercy <laughs> blows. We're gonna we're gonna get our bottle band here. Yeah. Here we get our bottle band. It depends. It depends how much beer is in there. I guess I'm getting a deeper tone on mine. This is so. just in case the listeners didn't actually think we had 40s. Yes. True. Try replicating yeah. that sound. That's right. That's actually <laughs> Colin. Colin that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like when I when I blow into your gaping butthole. <laughs> it is. When, I'm, when we're gaping, after you watch the gay porn wall. Yes, the gay porn wall. We're in there making room for the hamster. Colin, bend over. Please <laughs> <laughs> blow um, Let's let's talk about Lamar Odom real quick <laughs> before before we hit before we hit halftime already. Um. It's interesting. Now, Lamar Odom had some shit blowing through his Oh, man. Can you imagine? That's what I told these guys before we started. I was like, when I was 25, if, if they found me unconscious in a, in a whorehouse, I would have been like, thumbs up, baby. I've arrived. That's what I was going for. Well, That's, I, I am 25 currently. Oh. Should I go do that? Is that what you're going for? Live, well, I don't know. So I want to live vicariously for me? Yes. I don't, we yes, don't I have do. whorehouses here, but we have uh, Chinese massage parlors. But but listen, so. now, we have, now we have Instagram. We did not have Instagram when I was 25. So, yes, 
Yeah, Periscope, even better. Yeah, <laughs> Periscope everything, and then um, you know, hopefully you don't die. I mean, we don't want that to happen. Right. No, but I mean, I'll do it responsibly. Yeah, I mean, I. I'm not the in the responsibly. <laughs> absolutely. If you got to do it, do it responsibly. So. And then that's the message for today's youth. I think. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> hey, listen, if you're if, if you're gonna take it to the brink, you know, do it responsibly. That's all. That's all I ask, Gabe. That's all I ask. Um. So what was funny about this wasn't funny, but what was what was interesting about Lamar Odom was you know. I mean, it's a little funny, but I mean that's I mean listen, it's not like they found him at, at his at his condo in L.A. Unconscious, uh, they found him in a whorehouse, man. That's pretty stellar, you know. Um, I mean, if you're gonna go out, you might as well go out that way. Um, but what was interesting was is that everyone went from like making jokes about it to when they found out like the Kardashians were trying to angle for some some camera time with it to like outrage and disgust over the Kardashians, and it was finally like. We put our jokes aside about a man being found unconscious and near death in a whorehouse to attack the Kardashians. So I don't know. It, it's the it's the you know it's the it's the TMZ the celebrity uh, the celebrity driven climate we live in. But it's a story. I mean, obviously, I, I mean, he hasn't. What do he play for the Mavericks last? Who do he play for last? Uh, Knicks. They played for the Knicks. Played for well, the that Knicks explains a lot, then, right? Or he was signed. I think he signed a ten day contract with the Knicks, and then he never actually appeared in the game. He was cut. By I mean, the dude could play if he wasn't if he wasn't on coke the whole time and and totally whacked out. He probably could play, right? He could probably get, play somewhere. Well, maybe maybe he it was L.A. He in the limelight of his career, he played for the Los Angeles Lakers. You tell me he wasn't coked out that whole time. Yeah, he probably was. Right. I mean, I, mean, I, I would not, be. Let's not think that coke is the key to Lamar Odom's game or lack thereof. No, let's think, let's not think that it wasn't. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, it was the key. It was the key, and then he, he just he, he took it to the next level, and then well, it became a problem. So he just and on, and he needed this. to find the right level of coke. Well, Meta World brought our test, drank his forties during halftime games. I think that's the thing. We got to find the right level of coke to, to get it going. Well, and we will have another PSA. We will have you. a quiz in the fourth quarter about about uh, junkie athletes. So we'll look. You can look forward to that. Have you guys, have you guys seen how, how all these videos coming out of people doing blow at the Bills game? I saw someone doing. Yeah, yeah. Was it a bill? Was it the Bills game? Well, I knew about one, one video. I didn't know there was more. The Astros game. The Astros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you look up like Bills Mafia doing coke, it's Crazy, like they're going nuts out there. I might have to get that. Who, 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 who can afford coke? That's my whole thing. It's cheap. Is it okay? I don't know. I've never done coke, so I don't know anything about it. But especially medicinal. Oh, medicinal coke. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's, yeah, dude, that's, that's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. Um, you, you know, can, the nice thing is you can use your medicinal cocaine cart to cut up your cocaine. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I don't. I don't really. I don't really get that. I totally get getting bombed at, at a at like a baseball game or a football game. But like, at what point are you gonna break out the coke while you're sitting in the stands? I don't, I don't, I don't see that. When you're getting, when you're getting falling asleep because you're watching baseball. When EJ Manuel is your quarterback. Oh, I get you. Yeah, so maybe because of the team they have to do cocaine. I, I would say sitting at a Rockies game, if you tried to do coke, you'd just go insane. You right, have to run out to the party deck. Now I've smoked a you lot of weed. I've smoked weed at the, at the at the Rockies for sure. I mean, you know, go out to the go out to the. Uh, the deck on the club level and, and smoke a doobie if you got it. Yeah, but so you wouldn't you wouldn't do lines off of Charlie Monfort's ass. Oh well, yes. <laughs> I mean, give it the opportunity. Yeah, give, tell me you wouldn't. Yeah. Tell me you wouldn't. Yeah, I think I think I would do that. You're just walking sure, down the so. street one day and Charlie Monfort goes, "Hey buddy, hey buddy, uh, I've got cocaine. I need you to do it off my ass, or I won't be able to get off. I mean, I mean, I I, I need I just I just need you to do coke off my ass." You realize this would be our one chance. 
Charlie. Oh, that's true. Well, Charlie, they would just be like, oh, Charlie, he's going to go to rehab. And that's what we need. That's what we need, really, with the Monica Brothers, though, is either a live girl or a dead girl. Or vice versa. Oh, <laughs> one, one of those. One of those two. One or, of those. Or both. I mean, it just, it just depends. So. Um, yeah, and, and wasn't the girl at the Astros game pregnant? Wasn't she pregnant? Was she, or is she just... That's up for debate. Um, okay. Ooh. I'm not... She might one, just I, be I'm not the type of guy who has a judgment of whether they're pregnant. I see. You don't, you don't want to go up and ask, when's that baby due? Yeah. She's like, what baby? Oh, my God. About two weeks ago, I fucking did it. Oh, no. you can't do it. Oh, no, you God. have to avoid it. And I know better. No, I know better. So this lady has got, like, this three-year-old kid with her. And I said, and I said, having another one, I see. <laughs> Dude, oh. what are you thinking? <laughs> She goes, um, no, just like that. Uh, and I go, oh my god, oh my god, I am so. Sorry. This is literally what I did. I go, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe I fucking did that. I'm so, so sorry. And she's like, when in doubt, <laughs> don't say anything. Right, right, right. Unless she has has a, a baby on board, or a, or, a, or a foot or a foot hanging out of her back. <laughs> I mean, that's it. Word of advice to all the pregnant. If anyone ever says something to you about being pregnant, you have to pretend like Oh, absolutely. No, yeah, but oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, oh, my, I don't care if it's nine months pregnant. Just start, like, oh, my God, you're like, oh, just, you no, just start crying. Just start crying. Just start bawling. <laughs> 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 well, we want to. I'm going to do that. Big boom. Generally, I mean, Bex is probably pregnant again, right? She I might be. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So at least one. Yeah, she's even listening. So um, <laughs> it's good stuff. Hey, let's take a break. Do you have a song to? Oh no, I'm sorry. You don't have a song. This is it. Yeah, this was it. Yeah. I, yeah, this was it. I know. Oh yeah. What song? Just start singing. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Alright, I guess we'll take a break and we'll be right back. It's autumn. The winds of autumn are blowing. The winds of autumn are blowing, and that means it's a great opportunity to stop in Sportique Scooters and save. Save off-season deals are available now. New orders just arrived from genuine scooter company buddies, rough houses. we got 50cc machines down there that you can park at a bike rack. Walk into the avalanche game. Get out of there. Never pay for parking. Go deal with the crowds. It kicks ass. This is the way to go. Get a helmet. Get a scooter. Get a lock. Get down to Sportique Scooters. Or visit their website at sportiquescooters.com, where scooters come from. Sports. Oh, hey. oh, yeah. oh yeah, baby! Sports. What a great time! What a great season! 
for sports right now. There's oh, so much going on. It's good. Um, it's not going. NBA Finals tonight. Buddy, hey, quit talking. I'm trying to get us out of here. Minnesota Lynx, good job, Ryan. Hey, high fiving's keeping me from watching this game, guys. So let's speed this up a little bit, all right? Um, hey, Sorry, I don't want to go off track with the coat talk. Okay? That's all right. Hey, but speaking of speaking of uh, speaking of that white speaking speaking of that, that white ice, uh, you're at Colorado Avalanche are losing two nothing right now. Um, and against uh, the Boston uh, obnoxious fans Bruins. Guys. Yeah, they're fucking awful. Why did you sound like that? Well, you, were you were you DVR in it? No, what? I was like kind of interested. Well, you can listen. We'll get you out of here. You can go across the street to the bar, watch the rest of it. Maybe they'll come back. I like to give a little update. You know, I know this is going to be uh, listened to 24 hours later <laughs> than the game, but it's fine. And um, yes, um, so that is uh, who's playing? Is it Atlanta, <laughs> at, uh, Atlanta, Washington, right? No, is that last week better than that? They played last week. Oh, New Orleans. It's at, at New Orleans. Washington. It's better than that. Yeah. Okay. Mm, yeah. Are debatable. I'll bet you that usually in fantasy. Speaking of just a quick diatribe. In, usually in fantasy, you want to log in at, at, on daily sites and log into a Thursday tournament and skip the Thursday players and let the suckers who want that early action use. In this case, New Orleans, Atlanta, you might want to. You might want to. Do. I, I've I've looked. Somewhere. I've done tournaments like that, and then like you see, like someone took everybody from a Thursday night game, which was okay, but then really then they're not. just done. Then they're just done. Really yeah, not. they're all done. So um, it's good times, but. Uh, you know, uh, fantasy hasn't treated me very good lately, Colin. I'm, I understand I'm, that. I'm not doing that, so I, hot. You know, your 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 the moroseness, the, the sadness, it, it really permeates your social media presence. I mean, I, I really thank you. Kind thank of, you. I'm glad you noticed. Thank I've been, you. I've been trying to kind of actually avoid being too much because <laughs> it's depressing. I'm try, right. I'm trying to get on with my day, my <laughs> life. And, and you just start bringing me down. So How it seems like everything's just falling apart. It's 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 a complete fucking catastrophe. It's on fire and in the ditch. And I don't know what I did because I'm usually I, I win leagues all the time. I, I'm at least in the mix. I'm not even in the mix. I'm on the shelf, fucking way away from the mixing bowl, if you know what I mean by that. Fellas, how depressing is it to just be completely bombed out in your fantasy leagues? Honestly, this is one of the first years I've been in that extremely competitive, high high buy-in league, and I am fucking garbage. It sucks, doesn't it? It is the worst thing because you feel helpless because you, you go into the waiver wire and you're just like, oh, oh my God. Muhammad Sanu. Save, uh, save my <laughs> season, Willie. <laughs> oh, man, that is the absolute. I'm screwed. Like I, I literally put up fucking 50 points in the last two weeks. Yeah, here's so. what you got to do when you're in a position like that, and that's to try and be late Lundy, Nate Lundy, the fantasy expert. Um, um, if I'm in a position, if I'm in a position like that, I, I look at the one huge asset I've got on my team, my first or second round pick, and I go, "What's your?" Yep. I need three starters. I need two starters. So what's your comments? Well, listen. Oh, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I we have to be playing each other this week in a league where oh. I'm one in four currently. So what's Michael Vick worth to you? Because that's about the only asset I have. Currently. Yeah. I, I, I moved uh, Julio Jones. Remember when I tried to break the team on a couple weeks ago? And then he scored like 40 points? Yeah. Let's see some don't happen. Um, 
Yeah, it's a bummer, and but you know I have to remind myself all the time that uh, it's a it's ancillary to sports. It makes sports that much more fun, so I should be enjoying myself. It does. Right? It, it does in a sense, but I and I, I wonder if our if our guests agree with me. I think if I look back on the sports fan I once was, it has taken something away from me. That blind loyalty to my local teams. I'm much more interested in the leagues in general now than I ever was. You're like, please, if the Raiders got a sport, let it be Latavius Murray. <laughs> That's how it is, because you're like, you're like, I don't want the Broncos to lose, but I but really. But I called this David Carr thing. I yeah. called it. But baby. I really need David Carr to throw three touchdowns. Well, but not four. Yeah, but not four. Yeah, really four. Weird since you know he doesn't play in the NFL. Oh, sorry. What's his name? Randall Carr. What's uh, his name? Derek. Fucking my mother, the Carr. Randall. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his name is. Derek. What's <laughs> close <laughs> Randall. Uh, I don't know what his name is. Derek. It's the Raiders' quarterback. Oh, oh, did he really? Back in his college days? Well, that's what happens when you do a bunch of coke. You find Jesus. He's, <laughs> he's, he's over in the corner we waiting for you. Listen, hey, a lot of coke's been stored up that ass. <laughs> yes, sir. That's, and, and it got us through some tough times <laughs> in Mexico. <laughs> Your body absorbed it. Yeah, it's, we're like, Colin, we, the, the federales are on us. We need to put, find a place for this coke. Can, All right. Can you, can you absorb it up your bunghole? And he's like, you know I can. No bagger. <laughs> no, no, no. Just pipe. Just you just got a you got a, a fucking like a like a baker's funnel and just start just shoving it well, in remember, there. Remember, you guys used to put it in forty ounces of Coors Light. That's right. Yep. Straight. No, no wonder he wanted us to drink these forty. <laughs> it's got ass coke in it. It's got ass coke. This is good stuff, Game guys. Game of the wind. <laughs> Game of the wind. Um. Hey, Colin, why don't you do one of your one of your uh, one of your things that you got there? Mm-hmm. And what, so that just just so we can ride out this this glorious third third quarter, and then uh, then we'll, we'll bring it home with some more sports talk. Um, and I was gonna bring up the abs, real quick. Sure. I know it's early. This is what the third game, right? The third game. The third game. So one, one one so far was absolutely so devastating, they, and the other one was great. They sh- they mean they shit the bed. So bad, like they had to call a hazmat team in to get the feces out, right? The second game, pretty good, right? Scored a lot of goals, gave up some. I, they're losing now, whatever. Uh, we'll see how it goes tonight. But real quick, what are you guys? What are you guys' impressions of them? Is it going to be the same old shit as it was last year, or do you think they're going to be a little better? Well, I think defensively they did a lot in the offseason to improve their play on the blue line. So it just depends on how well that's going to translate. Onto the ice, thing. they get rid of Ryan O'Reilly, the bad egg in the locker room, so to speak. See if Nathan McKinnon can bounce back from his sophomore slump of the season and be more what he had in the rookie year. But the problem is they're in probably the toughest division in all of sports in the Central Division of the Western Conference in the NHL. So even even if they do have somewhat of better of the season, you still got to beat teams like the Predators, the Blackhawks, the Blues, the Wild. I mean, it, it just goes on and on after that. The Winnipeg Jets, am I right, guys? This, hey, yeah, you are. This is a that's that's a very good answer, but that's a very sports radio answer. Now, yeah, what what does it have yes, to do with what does it have to do with asses and cocaine? Can you can you tie that <laughs> into it? Bring it, bring it all back you know, I think that if if Patrick Waugh starts doing more cocaine off of Joe Sackick's asshole, then wow, wow, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the fantasy. Yeah, welcome to this guy. Well, well I got a question for you. Adam, are you a poker? 
Uh, no, I'm not. Okay, I just wanted because you're the way oh, you're my. stacking pony <laughs> lids. You look like a boob. You want another pony lid? Uh, I, I, I think they're going to be improved, but I'm honestly just like a walking, talking um, version of AJ Hakeley's thoughts on the abs. Like anything he says, the, who's the editor of the abs? I was going to get the plug. Okay. This is my plug. I'm sorry, we haven't plugged anything. This is my yeah, fucking plug. So, plug your fucking asshole. AJ, <laughs> yeah, plug it, please. AJ Hakeley, our BSN abs writer, is just great. And uh, he believes they're going to be improved, so I believe they're going to be improved. Right now, um, I know we're very, very early, but four of the top ten point scorers in the NHL are on the Avs, and the Avs have only played two games, whereas uh, a lot of teams have played three, maybe even four so far. So I think the offense uh, is going to click again. I think Jason McKinnon is going to get it back together. Uh, even Lance Scott had, had a down year and was banged up last year. Um, I think this is going to be a better year for that. So let me look with cocaine tie-in, though. Uh, <laughs> AJ Hayley, we should do cocaine some bad. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's, that's that's just all of the company lines. Well, Brandon is gonna listen to this and just. Oh, this out. is really yeah. This is this is this is bad. We gotta talk about the huge cocaine problem. Yeah, cocaine problem. We'll talk about it at the next. So what 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 I, I want to ask real quick, and Colin, sorry, I'll let you, I'll let you get to your thing. Um, BSN Denver is fans. You got fans. You guys are all fans of the teams that you cover. Um, so wait a minute, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, no, hold on. So, well, okay. So, so what, how much it, how much of it is wishful thinking and how much is it, uh, that somebody is actually going, yes, this is what I believe because everybody last night, people were like jacking each other off over a Nuggets preseason game on Twitter. People were just like, oh my God, fucking plan the parade route. Jack me off some more because <laughs> I fucking see what I'm seeing. And I'm a wreck. It's what everyone was saying. I mean, so, I had to go to sleep because after the third time, it just wouldn't do it. So I just, I just had to give up. Oh, you couldn't get erect? Or no, you, or no, you were, the third time. You were too erect. I got you. So, so that to me just seemed like wishful thinking for a lot of people. How much is it is wishful thinking? And how much is it like somebody actually looking at it going, yes, I believe this? Uh, I think there's always going to be a little bit of wishful thinking. And even you don't even have to be a fan of the team you're covering to want them to do well because it makes your job easier, um, especially when you're in there covering them. I, I mean, I know for me, when I go to a bus practice after they win, it's so much more fun than after they lose. I, like they After they beat Nichols State 48-0, to zero, the coach is complimenting my suit instead of, you know, before he answers my question. It's like a totally different vibe around sure. everything. So there's always going to be a little semblance of, you want them to do a little bit better. But I think that these people that have more passion about the team know more. And, and so it gives them, you know, a better idea of things. So there's always going to be a little bit of you that, yeah, it's like it's bumping them up a little bit. But I think, you know, a, a guy like A.J. Hayley, who's like scouted 100 prospects before they're even drafted, and, and he's looked at this team inside and out 500 times, really has a better grasp than some guy at, at the Denver Post who – He's just doing it because that's how he gets his paycheck. Because you know they moved him Burn. over. Burn. Because they moved him over from the weed beat to the ass. <laughs> it's one and the same, really, isn't it? I don't Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. You know, I really think it's, it's it's also a matter of tempering expectations. Well, you, you want to cover a good team. We sure. want to cover yeah. a good team. Sorry, Ryan. Fuck there. I, I covered a good a good CU basketball team. Okay. That there you go. That was fun. So you always want to cover a good team. You so want a good story at least. On, Early on, you, you look at the good things and you're, you're trying to buy into that because you've got to just cover them for a grind of an 82-game season, whether that's the 
the Avalanche or the Nuggets for the first three weeks of the Rocky season before you cover a season twice as long as that. But I think the difference with guys that we have at DSM Denver is once shit starts hitting the fan, then they, they lose the fan glasses, they go away, and then they can just cover objectively after that. Absolutely. Do you think? They'll be breaking down the Broncos ruthlessly. <laughs> do, do your thing, and then Adam's going to sing us out. Into the okay, we're going to do. We're going to drop together a quiz here. Oh, um, this is the quiz, huh? Okay. Right. Let's get the quiz knocked out. We'll do tweet of the week in the fourth. Uh, this is the Who the fuck am I? Drugged out jocks edition. Just shout it out. Just shout out the answer. Say, yeah, I will judge. You have to slap your ass. With your right hand, and Get that cocaine off of it. That, sig- it, and then burp. that signals that you have the answer. Yes. All right. No, just fuck, say the answer. Who the fuck am I? I am a four-time World Series champ with a tainted resume with cocaine and alcohol use. David Cohn. Four-time World Series champ. Four-time World Series champ. Yeah. strong. That's cool. Oh, uh, man. You got two guesses. Oh, oh, that counts. I mean, nobody else. We, would, we wouldn't have gotten it. I wouldn't have gotten it. All right. He would fit in well at the show. Yeah, he would. I am also an MLB player. And my career has been delayed and derailed for over eight years. As I've... Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Could you let him finish the question at least? I, I feel like this is an unfair. I'd say if he's got it, he's got it. My money, my money was on John. I'm an eight-time Olympic gold medalist. Michael Phelps. Wait, what? Has he got a problem with weed? You're saying weed's a problem? Is that what you're saying? That's a bunch of crap. I was going to do it, and then I felt bad. I was going to let him finish it this time. I was a promising University of Maryland All-American basketball player. Just drafted by the Boston Celtics a few days later. Len Bias. Yes. Woo! Jesus, almost, almost didn't get it. Uh, I've played for many teams, including a long stint with the Denver Nuggets. Currently, I'm with the Toronto Raptors. I believe. Chris Anderson. And uh, I. Uh, okay, now you're out. I was uh, uh, here after I was drafted in 1996. I was arrested for marijuana possession. Still believe this person? Yeah, I think so. Drafted in 1996. 1996. Yes. Wow, he plays for the Raptors. Do you have any more clues? Uh, he played for the Knights, had a lot of tattoos, and uh, yeah, his name is Marcus Camby. Was that for a clue? Oh, Marcus Camby does not play still. No. So he we'll, just qu- we'll cross that question off the list. <laughs> what, um, what was his drug addiction? Uh, no, he was arrested for pie. That's all. I mean, okay. it would be with the Knights, it would be really awesome. Um, okay, I am a famous NFL player. I've been busted four times in the past for violating the NFL. Really? So- Tied it up, Ryan. Um, I am a looping. I was a looping curveball and powerful fastball pitcher, well known for my late 1980s baseball career. Tested positive for cocaine use. I entered rehab in 1987. Dennis Eckersley. Insert any pitcher in the 1980s. No, this one's Dwight. Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking of that one dude played for the Yankees. Um, I placed 92nd in the NFL Network's top 100 players of all time, but I was busted for cocaine during my NFL career and marijuana. And now I work on Michael Irvin. Ah, the twos across the board right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, might be pretty fucking tight right now. Uh, although I was not your butthole. That's not tight. Player, although I was the smallest player on the ice, I was big on goals and big Flurry. on drugs and alcohol. Um, 
So who? Um, fucking Theo Fleury. Theo Fleury, yeah. One of the most feared players in NFL history, I admit. Lawrence Taylor. Wow. Oh. Yes. Now that was quick. That was quick. It's like fantasy football. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm known for having kept the San Diego Padres hitless on one 1970 afternoon oh, when I admitted oh, to oh. taking L. Oh, shit. Can you give us the initials? Um, <laughs> sitting on the blank of the bay. Doc Good. No. Get in there, Doc Good. That's it. That's it. Crushing boy, I expected John to jump in. Nah, I oh, couldn't remember his name. It's really good. Okay, let's see. Acid or the documentary? Well, both. I mean, um, trying to see what some of the easier ones here. Um, I am a professional golfer who is a heavy drinker off the course. Dustin Johnson. John Daly. Is there one of the answers that are <laughs> Dustin Johnson that I can just have now? I I, I, don't, I think when you think of heavy drinking and party, you think John Taylor. Well, yeah, but Dustin Johnson was recently. That no one knows who that is. I am currently part of the. I am currently part of the San Francisco Giants rotation. I was stopped in 2009 for a routine traffic. Harry Cito? Adam Kinney takes the lead. Really? Fives. What did he get busted for? Weed. Weed. Yeah. Then he found Jesus, and now he. In nineteen ninety two I became the first MLB player to be banned for life due to drugs. Ooh, crickets. Banned for life. Banned for life. Jose Canseco. Steve Howe. Damn it. Steve Howe. Didn't know that. Um I made six NFL Pro Bowls before being busted for marijuana, earning me two and a half years in a federal prison. Ooh, I have this wasn't that long ago either. Former Dallas Cowboy. I mean, oh shit. Um, um. What position did you? He was like a defensive end or yeah. he was like a tackle or something. Answer is Nate Newton. Nate Newton. I'm going to declare Adam Kinney yeah. oh, the biggest God. druggie at the table. Right. Adam. Good job. He's he's doing it right now, folks. I just I I didn't think he'd break it out, but he's doing it. Let's take a quick break. And uh, we'll get to the fourth quarter, and we're going to have Adam sing us out. We're going down, down, and around. It's sure we're, we're going down, swinging. Oh, I fucked it up. I'll be going down, I'll be going down, I'll be going down, I'll be going down, 5280shirtshop.com. Well, then you're a terrible Denver sports fan, and you deserve to die the death of Lamar. Just kidding. But you should visit. Seven, you should, you should visit 5280shirtshop.com. Check out all their latest stuff. All tribute to your favorite players and team. I'm telling you, unique gifts for Denver sports fans. The holidays are right around the corner. There's already a, there's already a Christmas tree up at Target. So. Get to 5280shirtshop.com, get that shopping done early, and tell them the South Stands sent you!
See, that's, hey, listen, hey, listen, that's, hey, that, that's the, the improv, you know what I'm trying to say. Improvisation yeah, that's it. skill that's what we're that doing. separates us from that shit show of an amateur hour. Which one? Which is also which one? Tonight, the original. Oh, but, you know, yeah. Here's what I don't get. Nate yeah. Timmons bails, right? He splits on Denver City. No, he doesn't bail. No, no, he bails. He doesn't bail because you know what he does? He goes to a, a, a very prominent publication. That's what he... But, but this is the point he's trying to make. This is the no, point he's trying he to make. he bails on those chumps, leaves them flapping in the wind, but then he, he's going to sit down and try to podcast with them face-to-face as though nothing ever happened. They're all trying to act like their butts on her, but we all know it is. So you know there's just this weird tension hanging yeah. over that podcast. Absolutely. So if you have to choose one of the two to download... Uh, obviously, this is going to be one. I mean, they're probably they're probably talking about cocaine and buttholes as well. Um, but worse, worse. But, but worse. worse. That, that that might be later in the in the show for them. Um, <laughs> but um, Jeff video blog. Cocaine and buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Jeffrey. Welcome to Jeffrey Martin's video blog. Today's episode. Cocaine uh, <laughs> and buttholes. I broke I've gone down to one of many of one of many of Andrew Feinstein's properties where I found both. If I if I start if I start laughing then I start coughing then you, you got me. So um yes, good stuff. That's real good. Um wow. We're some real fun, yeah, we're having some good we're having First some good quarter. Fun. No fun. Then well, second quarter, a little more well, fun. Well you, you know why it was no fun? Because we, we had we had to talk about Peyton Manning in the Bronx. And I haven't so. started singing yet. Well, you hadn't yes. started singing, and that that really added a it whole really other flavor. That was like that was like um, that was like using a little cumin in, in your in your taco <laughs> meat, right? You know, just, hey, dump a little cumin in there. So, oh, that's a good that's a team. <laughs> or that too. So, um, I I found, and gentlemen, you know, um, Adam, you're on the radio all the time. You guys write about sports. This is supposed to be a sports show, and and generally we kind of center on that. But I found that. You know, you talk about sports, that's great. People want to kind of get, you know, want to hear what you, you about the Broncos. It seems that when you when you go off the off the rails, not cocaine rails, Colin, I know you perked up at that. When you go off the rails, you kind of want to talk about different things. And it's obviously a little different than what you can talk about on the radio. It, 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 no, this is a, pretty much exactly the show we have this morning. Well, from yep, 9 11, okay. I'm right. actually not going to be allowed in the Mile High Sports Studios tomorrow morning. Well, I, I hope to. I know somebody who's not. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, who? Who's that? One or the other of us. Yeah, probably one of us. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it's, it's it seems to it seems to be a little uh, you know, if you if you season it with some sports and then you're talking about buttholes and cocaine, it's, it seems to be a better show to me. Anyway. Oh, absolutely. I had a random thought this morning. When I mentioned this earlier, um, off mic it, with Adam earlier before you guys got here. 
if you had, let's say you had a uh, 800 square foot apartment and you're the landlord, okay. would you rather have one tenant for your 800 square foot apartment or like a dozen tenants? Wait, how big, how big is 800 square feet? This room? About like this. About okay. like this. And uh, you had a constantly cycling, like residents that stayed for an hour or two at a time, each of whom were paying rent on that apartment. Wouldn't that be awesome? Well, would they be like smoking crack? Or would they be like maybe doing a radio show? One after the other after the other for the same apartment renting it out throughout the day. I just thought as a, as a, I have a little rental of my own. I think it would be awesome if instead of renting it to one group, I were able to rent it to nine or ten or twelve. But generally, with a, with a, any sort of living situation, it's people that are going there to either shoot drugs or have sex. You don't really want that where you where you're living. I and do or, both. No. <laughs> it's, that's, it's called multi-use, Adam. Multi-use. I'd like to do them in sessions. Okay. Sex sessions. Do you hear that? Sex sessions. Yeah. I, call, I don't know where you're going with this. So you have I, no idea where I'm going with No, I don't know where you're going Broker with this. Oh, yeah. I figured that's where you going. That's kind of where I'm going. I mean, I just thought about it. It's, it's a kind of a neat okay. kind of a neat deal if you can rent the same room out day after day after day, 12 different people. Wow, this Ooh. got chilly in here all of a sudden. And then you can change the show name from Nataro to something else every week. Oh, wow. So, the title of the show, Nataro yeah. and Blank. And uh, this week's producer for Record this week. Okay. Um, hmm. What's this have to do with sports? Um, or cocaine and buttholes. <laughs> well, I did bring up rent, so I, I think. Cocaine, sure. buttholes, reno. Oh, well, then, sure, then, then we're, yeah. Then it's we're, all part of the same now, now sphere. We're, now we're talking. Giant gaping sphere. <laughs> now, now, we're, now we're talking for sure. So, um, <clears throat> listen, Ryan here has just been dying to talk about his buffs. And I, I just know he's. I, I saw his buffs tattoo earlier. He didn't know I noticed it. It's it's on, it's his, on his forehead, but you know, it's I was it's that's it's, a it's that's a penis. <laughs> it's really it's it's, like it's it's under it's underneath his left cheek. Um, he's wearing Daisy Dukes, everyone, so you can kind of <laughs> see it. You can see the cheek come out. So um, <laughs> Ryan wanted Ryan wanted to know earlier why we weren't talking about the buffs, Colin. And um, I don't know if I don't know if he's he's well versed in. Some of our opinions on. Well, I've been following you. I'm a long time follower, first time wow. guest. Wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, John is the world's greatest college sports fan. Love college football. It's the yeah, best. Absolutely. It's, it's, um, it's high quality. Um, Love that remedial talent. It's, it's so, so good. good. Yeah, it's so Because good. of the tradition. I mean, yeah. you know what I love? You get to pick rocks and put your sack on it. Game. I love the mismatches. Awesome. That's the best. The, mi- the, mismatches the mismatches are the best. are the best. Yeah, they really are. They're, they're awesome. And everyone has fluid hips, according to Mel Kiper, so yeah, that, yeah. Is that something college has? No, what? I think just in general, we've never been uh, big college sports fans. Now, the environment can be a lot of fun. It, it really can be. And John and I have been up to a couple of CSU's games. The aforementioned Bruno oh, Notaro has been nice enough to It was free. Well, <laughs> it's always free. The opportunity <laughs> I am, yeah, I am actually, yeah. So a little bit chilly in here. <laughs> Listen, CU aside, CU is like the um, I always describe it as the um, I describe CU as like the, um, the the shitty son of the corrupt sheriff in a Billy Jack movie. I don't know if you know who Billy Jack is. Um, you are far too young for that. You yeah, you are. I remember I was born in the nineties. That's right. So Billy Jack. I was barely born in the nineties. 
Billy Ryan. Jack was a uh, was a was a couple movies, maybe uh, two three movies that they made in the seventies. Billy Jack was the dude that wore a black cowboy hat and he he lived on the Indian reservation and he kicked honky's asses is what he fucking did. So he was a kung fu half Indian dude, okay. And there was always a corrupt sheriff who was shaking down the kids, but he let his son go nuts and let his son rape all the women, all the all the, like the hippie girls and stuff. And Billy Jack had to settle his hash. Billy Jack would go and kick his fucking ass. And this happened in all the Billy Jack movies, okay? So that's CU to me. There, it's the, it's the corrupt son of the sheriff who's been allowed to run amok. He has no redeemable qualities whatsoever, other than he's John Bolin. Other than Brad, I don't know who that is, but uh, Brad Bolin, the oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes, that's exactly it. Running amok, raping the women, causing problems, saying, "Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am?" And um, and then you know you got the, you got the people on the local news pumping them up further. That'd be an whoa, awesome whoa, CU whoa, shirt. Whoa, Do you whoa. know who I am? Oh my god! Oh my god! They they I mean oh. they've got they've got CU tattoos on their cocks and labias, oh and they're see you all the time. CSU doesn't get any coverage at all. You guys are so off on this. No. Literally, anytime CU is bad, the, the local news loves to jump on it. And anytime CU, CSU is good, they love subject news. Listen, I, I, won't, I won't doubt that. But when no, it's not that C, when CU is bad. It's more like... Social loves the bottle that day. <laughs> That's true. It's like, oh, well, CU. They're, they're very, like, they wring their hands over CU not being good because it's so important. People who, like, go, like, let's say, uh, Ohio State's a school, right? That's a school? You I think so. Okay. Ohio State? Yeah, yeah, that. Or, like, Michigan, that's a, that's a school. People who go to those schools and come here, there's a lot of them here, by the way. They see They see that, and they, they can't understand it because it's such a it's such a small-time program here in Colorado. Granted, this is not a college football environment, let's say. But um, they see that on the news and how much CU gets blown. And they think it's pretty ridiculous. People, any CU fan, and maybe I mean, that's a different view, but any CU fan literally hates all the local news outlets for the coverage that they don't provide to CU, and that's why they come to bsndenver.com. He's got very, he's got ex- those novelty large CU sunglasses on right now, folks. I don't know, I know you can't see it, and he's wearing a CU con, and he's and he with a flaccid dick, <laughs> with a flaccid dick, of course. Not, it's well, not, it's not hard yet. Um, CU aside, college football is awful. Adam, I think I think you agree with me. It's it's terrible. I'm, I'm with you. I'm it's terrible. I tried to watch it one day. You and it, college football hate oh my god, it's so bad. And I just and I because you tried to watch like Appalachian State oh, against it's terrible. Alabama again. Listen, if you went to Michigan, if you went to Michigan State and that's like all that's your life, I totally get it. You're you're into it. It's fine. Even you see you whatever you you're totally into it. You went there. I got you. But it is such a bad product, and and I and I know you're not going to agree with this, but just watching it, it's just like watching kids play, and either one of the teams is super good and one of the teams is super bad, and you're just watching you're just watching a mismatch happen. And except you're watching kids play who do the throat slash and the, and the chest right. pounding, and they all want to act like the guys in the pros as far as their like celebrations and shit go, and it's just like oh my god. See, I'd rather watch the CFL because they're they're, they're kind folks. Oh, See, well, Canadians. Right, yeah. exactly. I mean, they oh, got riled oh, up today. They, they threw beer cans in Canada. Oh, field, if, you, if you got Canadians riled up, then, then you know you're doing something right. I think college football is the last 
the highest level you can watch football where it's really still all about the game. I mean, the NFL is a business. We talk about it over and over and over and over again. You don't think college football is a business? <laughs> college football is a business from the college football It's a standpoint. far larger business than the NFL. You're, 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 saying, the you're saying the players are playing for something bigger. Maybe for CU because they're shitty and they're never going to make it to oh, the NFL. Oh, That's like saying the like, slaves I mean, on a spaceship I mean, were playing for the long game. You can't make that blanketed statement across all of college football. Are you telling me that there aren't guys that are just in it for the fucking recruiting, whining and dining? What the fuck is Ricky doing with his life at USC? Like, there's corruptness. The players are not just all... And they're not students, half of them. No, right. I'll agree with that entirely. It's not just about the game. College football has so many more just... To me, it's more than just just perfect, refined football, which the NFL can be, and I love the NFL, and I've had to learn to love the NFL more because I don't have my Saturdays to watch college football all day because I'm covering college football all day. So I love to sit down on Sundays and watch watch the NFL all day, but I, I think college football, when you bring in the fans, I mean, the fans are just more raucous. They just are. You bring in the students, and, and you bring in that. And the They're drunk 19-year-olds. Right, which is more fun in the stadium. It's just drunk 19-year-olds going absolutely crazy. And, and I, to me, it makes it more human that it's not this perfect uh, entity that can be the NFL sometimes. That Literally, the NFL is the greatest collection of athletes ever. And you stick them all in one place, and it's really cool. But to me, the imperfections of college football are, are what makes it kind of special. I can dig that, and, and, I, and I appreciate your passion for it. You, you, you enjoy the sport. You like covering it. But let's just all agree that college football is the equivalent of the WNBA to the NBA. No, let's no, all just agree. Let's all just agree on that. Can we just agree on that? The WNBA of football. It, it is. Football. Okay. It, it is. It is. Yeah. But there's no tits in college football. So if you know what yeah, I mean. No, no, no. Not going to the right stadiums. <laughs> it's it's it a good time. Hey, look, look. When I went to CSU, there's I mean, I, obviously, I they, they, they were terrible though. The whole time I went there, I think they went to the Liberty Bowl for the first time when I went there. Um, if I went to a, cra- a crazy school that was a good college football team, I'm sure I'd be into it. But I didn't, and I'm not, and I just can't watch it. I mean, neither did I. I didn't go to a school where college football was good. Wait, you didn't go to CU? I did go to CU when uh, I graduated last year. They've been year. so bad so long that you actually went there. I, I went to Arapahoe Community College during those great dynasty years. Oh, that's true. But that's I, true. I, I, I did grow up in Boulder when CU was good. Ah, see. Ingrained. See, indoctrinated. Yeah, and there you oh, go. Oh, Roadrunners, Metro guys. State, baby. Woo! Metro State. So did you did you know John DeMay oh, Ramsey or about the right age? Uh, honestly, yeah, I am actually about the right age, but I didn't know. It, it was like a big... They were boyfriend-girlfriend on the playground. Yeah, I'm well aware I was a big fan. <laughs> I mean, like, in, like... My, my it's, mom, yeah. it's still a big thing. It's, it's, it's never gone away. Never went Nancy away. Grace still goes off on that shit. Wow. Okay. Well, Nancy Grace? Oh my god. You don't know who Nancy Grace is? I, my my television has never left sports. It's good. Don't don't seek out Nancy Grace. Do not <laughs> seek no, her out. Yeah. No. Just do yourself a favor. Do not <laughs> seek her out, please. Um Jab. Well, we, we had balls. listen, we had a college football writer, we had to take him down a notch. And I believe we did. I believe we took him I, down. I think he came out looking like a better man. <laughs> well, you know. That's yeah. not that's not hard to do. So let me let me knock out a couple and I just shit on him for Yeah. Like I say, he came out looking like a better man. Um, let me throw out a couple of these real quick. This is our tweet of the week. And uh, 
always fun stuff, and I'm gonna knock this out quick. Do you know that? You know the uh, the the. John, I hope you're following. No, no, I'm not. Oh, you will. You will. Bucky Isotope, everybody. A few of my favorite tweets from his timeline that I selected just today. I wave my hands in the air like I just don't care, but it's all a facade. I do care. I love you so much. It still hurts. I still wave. Who is this? Bucky Isotope. Is he a Ohio State fan? I just think he's a funny, funny Twitter account. Big sports fan. Um, knock on door. Sir, have you found Jesus? Uh, no, goodbye. Shuts door. Jesus steps out from behind door. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> this is American. This is as American as A, apple pie, B, baseball, C, outsourcing jobs to other countries, D, gun violence, E, a white Jesus, F, all of the above. <laughs> Mama, be quiet, Freddie. Just kill the man. It's your lawyer, I... Put a gun, gun against his head. Just shh. Pull the trigger. We plead guilty, Your Honor. I can swing that for you. Oh, my God. I bet you can't. Let's, let's get you. You're going to lead us out. You're going to get us out with that. Doctor looks at a chart. It says you're, you have a fucked up dick. What? Looks again. Oh, sorry. Pauses. This is your mom's chart. Nurse high five five. <laughs> Frantically tries to 3D print a new hamster before daughter gets home from school. <laughs> Kicked out of the gym for constantly yelling, may I approach the bench, your honor, every time I go to the weightlifting station. Christopher Columbus discovered America the same way my college roommate discovered Radiohead. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld getting murdered. What's the deal with getting murdered? <laughs> if you're an NFL player who's going to do a crime this month, be sure and wear pink gloves so people know you support breast cancer research. If Jesus had a gun, those Romans wouldn't have been able to crucify him. And finally, from at Bucky Isotope, just like it sounds, uh, if you want to be my lover, you've got to get with the horde of ancient, ancient hell demons that inhabit my cursed body. Wow. So please do visit uh, Bucky Isotope. <laughs> That's pretty good. Some good, some good laughs. Speaking of Twitter, I have an awful confession. Uh-oh. Oh. Another? This would be your <laughs> second confession. Yeah. Like one, you were the... One? You were the cause of the cause of the Broncos' desperate slide. Cause, cause of the Broncos' desperate slide. He likes college football. There's some ass play, I think, that was mentioned earlier. <laughs> Wants to do coke with his coworker. So that's three. Oh, yeah, four. He likes sex, then drugs, or vice versa. That's five. So this is the six. We're up to six now. This is the worst one. This is the worst one. Uh oh. Drew Soyer has lifted his block on me. What the oh, fuck? Oh, you got oh, unblocked? I got unblocked by Drew. What? No, no, I have a theory about this. Did it happen about two weeks ago? It happened, uh, I don't know. I don't know when it happened. I, I somehow clicked on his account and I wasn't blocked. I have a theory about this. Okay, well, they also changed his profile at 9news.com after they, that piece. They did? Oh, they completely okay. changed it. So I have a feeling PR people at 9news got on that. You got on top of that shit. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm sure I am. But I blocked him now. I block, I did I did the block Ooh, on him. Yeah. Joey Applebutter also blocked him. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, him. also you could think maybe he went. He went. Hey, he said to his How team. S O I C H E R. 
You know what? If you type Soisher, it oh, it changes the dude. I'm blind for sure. Uh, Damn Fuck. So so what? My other my that's that's a good that's a good theory, Colin. But my other theory is that he went at one point he went to his team. Hey team, um, what do I need to know more about? They said <laughs> just his bobbleheads. Yeah, it's just his bobbleheads. He's talking to his bobbleheads, and, and then he could hear them say to him in a, in a chorus, "We need to know more about CU." Oh. And he went and he went. Well, where do I find out more about CU? They went to you. And, and then, he, then he asked, so, should I unblock them and then tap the heads of all of them? And they nodded. Yeah, <laughs> they nodded in unison. So, so you're saying in the process of the local uh, news sources sucking CU's dick so much, he had to unblock me because I am the ultimate, question, the ultimate best source of CU. Dick Absolutely. No. <laughs> Let's make this clear. I'm not a fan of CU. I am nearly covered. Okay, that's cool. I understand. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> if, 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 if you got you can honestly, I'll be I'll be hundred percent honest about this. I grew up a huge CU fan, um, and as, as soon as I got the opportunity, honest, I'll be honest about this either. My first day in the press box, I wore a CU shirt, and uh, Adam Monster Tiger, who employed me at one time, said, "Hey man, uh, that's kind of frowned upon." And honestly, since that day on, I've really separated myself as a fan uh, and tried to... Okay, now let me ask you this then. My personal take is fuck that. And I, and I wonder about... Really? Hey, everyone, my personal take is fuck that. Just, <laughs> just, fuck that. Just so you know. Do you think no, Benjamin no. Hockman is covering the Cardinals and is not a fan? Yeah, but he's I not, fucking he's not wearing them. a fucking Cardinals. Well, might that's as well be. I think he wears a red tie. That's a little different. He never had to separate his fandom until maybe just now because he, he didn't cover he the didn't Cardinals. And he didn't write there. He wrote it in, in a different part. I think I, so. How can, why look, can't you be a fan of the not. It's not that Alfred Williams does it. Yeah, but he's not a journalist. He's not a journalist. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, being a fan has has its benefits. And the fact that I was a fan for so long, I will, this season I will attend my 100th consecutive CU home game. So that has its benefits. Homer! The fact that I know, the fact that I've been there and I can connect with the fans in a better way, I think, honestly, because of the fact that I've known CU for so long. But when it comes to covering the team, you, you can't be a fan because it just changes your outlook on them. You have to get back to the point where you can look at this team and see them for what they are, rather than what you want. Uh, uh, no, absolutely. Okay. No, you're absolutely right. But you can't wear a CU shirt in the press box. Well, no. You I mean, cannot, but I was 19 years old. I, absolutely, absolutely. But you, and now you know that. But you, you can be a fan. You can be like, hey, I grew up around this. But and you're finding this out. You can't. You have to. You have to deal with them objectively. And you can't. Um, you can't have your personal. Things come into that, right? right? You can't. I mean, you look. can't be cheering in the press box. But I mean, you look at all the dudes covering the Broncos, and they come in there with blue suits and orange ties every week. So they're not. They're not sucking the, up to fucking. They're, they're not the I'm like, who are you talking about? I'm wearing like <laughs> you're wearing black, blue, and orange shirt. Oh, so, and, I've, and I've heard, I've heard audio from the press box when Tebow passed that wild card touchdown pass to Demarius Thomas. Fucking place went wild, just like any other city. Les, you season. heard Les Shapiro have. Wild diarrhea when that <laughs> happens. Is that what happened? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's something talking about a cocaine asshole. Oh, there you go. The thing is, well, in many, many levels. That's, that could be many meanings right there. The thing is, I know a million times more about Colorado as a program, and I have a million times better grasp than the guys at the Denver Post is sending up there. 
who they just took off the track and field beat, who has never watched a CU game until they put him on the beat. So, so that's why it's not official. In all honesty, in all fair focus, and, and, and not to mean anything negative by it, is he a better writer? And what can you do to make sure that you're writing on or above his level? It's, it, that, that's a, I mean, that's up to the people who read. I don't know if I'm a better writer than him. Um, as my, I try and be the best writer I can be. I try and be the best writer there is. The reason I, and the reason I ask I you that know. is because that's the void when we're talking about what we're trying to do with BSN Denver and what the Denver Post is able to do is they're hiring kids out of journalism school with they're all the I's dotted and the T's crossed. Here's here's the thing is where, where I'm going to jump on Ryan's bandwagon here just a little bit is even if he's not a fan. Ryan has 20 years of experience in history of the Colorado Buffaloes at his disposal. Sure. I think you can say that about everybody that we have at BSNF. We have the party at uh, Brennan's Pub. Brennan's Pub right now. Right at Red Bar Spar. Sorry. Uh, I'm a 40 and a quarter banquet in, so forgive me, Brennan's Pub. But we were at this party, and we looked at six of the seven people in the room were Colorado natives that worked for BSN Denver. And the one that isn't was Brandon Spano, who was born in Germany. And then moved here when he was fucking kraut bitch that guy. You know, so <laughs> like even if you're you do separate your fandom from the team a little bit, and it's happened to me a little bit. I still consider myself a fan of all of the teams, but not in the way that I was. Well, you you you're ago. probably a great example, Adam, because you went from being a fan to all of a sudden covering these teams. How has it changed for you? Well, I mean, it's, just, it's you get so close to the teams, and you're just there so much. It just kind of changes your perspective a little bit. I think. It, it makes them seem more human, less right, right. less of the, the God factor and the wow factor of all these guys. They're just guys to you. And and I, I have the 25 years of just bleeding and dying with all of these teams. So, you know, for me and, and for everyone else, like, I think it's it's cool to read things where you could draw parallels between, like, A.J. Hapley and, like, he can actually intelligently talk about the two, 1996 and 2001 Colorado Avalanche teams. Uh, David Martin can talk about the, you know, 1993 Colorado Rockies and – Rich Kirkman can talk about the drive and all this other stuff, like in an educated sense, not just in. Well, I work for the Denver Post, so I should kind of learn some history on these teams. And I'll, so I'll read like, I'm going to Google, you know, the drive and figure out what the fuck that means. <laughs> sure. You know, so I think that there's there's a different niche there, even if you do separate the fan from that's the that, analyst that's that show a little bit. Big, big the drive, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> um, awesome stuff. Let's get out. We could keep going and going and going. Um, real quick, I want you guys to just say, uh, just answer this question, the three of you, and then we're going to have Adam sing us out. Well, actually, we're going to have Ryan take lead. From this okay. Too, However you guys want to do it. But so, let me let me ask you guys individually. Broncos season, does it end in cheers or tears? Wow. You want one-word answers? Yes. Tears. I, want, I want tears or cheers. Tears. Tears. Okay. I like this defense. I'm excited. Wow, Colin, I think yours yours going to end up in not drinking your own piss because that's I'm, the bet. I will drink. I will drink my own pee. This this offer is extended just like it was last year. If the Broncos win the Super Bowl, I will gladly drink eight ounces on ice of my own pee. So you're saying tears? Yeah, it's it's Super Bowl or bust. So yeah, it's tears either way. For it's tears. I, I'll, I'll qualify. <laughs> it's tears. It'll end in tears, but it'll become part of. The, the the narrative, the, the Peyton Manning era. It's just going to be one of those years, just like we've seen and seen and seen. I'm with you, Ryan. I think the uh, I think the defense is so good, and if they can somehow get their fucking shit together on offense, I'm saying it ends in cheers. Wow! Yeah. 
And by that you mean a Lombardi trophy? Absolutely. Because the yeah, yeah. yeah. the he does cooking. <laughs> if we watch that, I'll cheer for that. It would be the first. It would not be the first. All right, gentlemen. Some, <laughs> some weather girl. Spurgeon wind. Some weather girl. Yeah. Uh, great show, guys. We 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 really uh we really I think we we really got it together and knocked it out of the park as it were as we as we went along. It was good stuff. I think it was honestly terrible. Sorry. No, it was not. It was uh, it was a little rough. Wait till you listen to the Colorado sports. Guys. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. That's terrible. We started to finish. Um, but, but please please plug please plug your various things. We all know you're a BSN Denver. This is a fucking BSN Denver infomercial at this point. Yeah, it really um, is. Yeah, really I mean, is. Not, yeah, yeah absolutely. He, do you notice he said we earlier? He said something about we, and I was like, I was welcome like, wow, to the team. Welcome really. to the party, pal. Uh, Adam, tell everybody uh, when you're on the radio and uh, everything else. Yeah, look, uh, BSN Denver Sports Fest, Monday through Friday. I host the show with Josh Dover on AM thirteen forty is the current signal for the radio station. You can always stream online at mylifesports.com. Catch the podcast at bsnumber.com. And then I also, I'm playing this band with BitBoy, I'm the right-hand man, and I do everything else at bsnumber.com, basically. No, I, no I, I, helped, I helped build the thing with him, and he gets all the credit, so Sorry. I'll let him get all he the He gave you praise when he was here. Heard, he said, he said, Adam deserves um, just as much credit, even though he's my bitch boy. I think that was his words. <laughs> I think that was what he said, right? Yeah, he's going to be the one on the phone with Megacy tomorrow when this shit doesn't show up on iTunes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. Ryan, I know I'll you write on Twitter at Adam. There you go. You I don't tweet ever anymore. Yeah, you don't, do you? Uh, Ryan, I know you're right about CU, but regardless, tell everybody what's up. Yeah, if you're one of the, the very few people that listen to this show that like college football, you're on my side. Uh, come over to bsnbuffs.com. Uh, the, the way I describe it is we, we cover it differently. We just cover it differently than anyone else. And whether it's better or worse, uh, that's up for you to decide. But I, I think we bring stuff that you're not going to get in other places, and, and that's why you should. Um, I, I don't try and say that we're the best. I will say that we don't. We do it differently than everyone else. Awesome. I can dig it. Well, everybody, uh, until next time, uh, this has been the South Stands Denver Fancast. Um, adios. Baby got me working all over town. Strictly bitch, we don't play around. We love you, Denver! She got chicks in the stacks, stacking up the cash. That's when it comes to the back. By no means average, it's all when she's got to have this. And baby, you're a perfect 10. I want to get in. Can I get that? So I've been. I like the way you work it. No biggie. I got, I got a bag it up. Bag it up, babe. I like the way you work it. No biggie. That's good. That's a wrap. Love you guys. That's a wrap.